we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans Driving Driving into the night so I can start up a fight with my baby. Okay. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever good time it is you're listening to this. We are on a different mic. We are on this $50 mic that I bought from, was it 50, 60? I don't know. Somewhere between the range of 50 and 100 from Guitar Center, and we're on another chord here. Take this out the stand. So we're we're on a traditional, traditional microphone that we use for stand-up comedy. It looks like I'm fucking doing karaoke in my fucking room. And I don't know. Just thought I'd warm up the equipment before we do America's Next Top Comedian this Thursday, which is a showcase. A lot of people have been hitting me up in the comedy community, not to brag. Um, but there's been some people who hit me up talking about, yeah, is the open mic this week or is the open mic that I had people today, Sunday, I had people last Thursday, this Thursday, the past Thursday, fucking three days ago. I was like, is your show on tonight? Is the open mic tonight? I was like, no, this is a once a month thing that we do. So once I got that message, I was kind of thinking about inquiring to Monica about should we have some more slots available and they just had an event that happened that wasn't I guess it was successful money wise but emotionally wise it wasn't and um they've got more slots opened up for the nighttime so I was wondering like maybe I could do a weekend slot or something like that you know oh bear about it I gotta spit Shit. Alright, I'm back. That's what I love about podcasts. You could just pause it, dip out to the bathroom. Looking at the toilet I just spat in right now. Everything's within everything's within walking distance from me. Um What was I talking about? I was talking about America's next top comedian. Good morning. It's uh what time is it? Oh wow, it's nine oh eight. For some reason I thought it was ten o'clock. So yeah, if you've been following the podcast For the past, I don't know, year, I've been like, one of these days, I'm going to have Sunday be my day where I do the podcast. I'm going to wake up early. It's going to, we're going to do the podcast at 6, 7 a.m. We're going to knock it out and that's going to be my schedule every Sunday. Um, And we're getting there. We're getting closer and closer. Today is Sunday. It's nine in the morning and I did it. And I could have gone earlier. I could have gone earlier, but I decided to bring out this equipment. Just such, and and this equipment's probably lower quality because it's not a condenser mic. This is a mic that you use for doing uh, public speaking, you know, IRL shit, not internet stuff. So there's probably a little bit of a of a buzz or something that's going on. But I don't know. I paid money for this stuff, and if I'm only gonna use it once a month, I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just use it for this. So it's just they can't keep me down, man. They can't. the The man can't keep me down. I've got too many. I've got too many tools. I've got too many weapons. I've literally got 
two micro three microphones one that's broken but i could probably repair it if i fucking put my brain blast boots on and then i've got two phones that also have microphones on them and the dude and it's not even about me it's about you if you want to do a podcast or whatever i don't have a studio i don't have a producer bro you are the producer just take your phone out if it's better than an iphone 5 but you could probably still do it with an iphone 4 iphone 5 just put on the voice memos record it because some people think well at least this this is my everybody's different but it's not about the quality it's not it's not about the quality of your voice it's about the quality of the the words it's about the quality of what you're saying i mean it's got to be legible you know you got to be able to hear what the hell's going on we're drinking some coffee coffee is the only drug that i am on Whatever drugs you want to consider. Um, I'm on vitamins. I'm on the B12. I um, I haven't drank um, since last America's Next Top Comedian. Don't know if I've said that. And it was just one shot. So it's like, eh, don't even really count that. And then the time I drank before that, I had a mimosa at a wedding. And then before that, I was drinking quite a lot. Not quite a lot, but just enough to be like, yeah, I'm drinking at this uh, bachelor party, the camping trip. I think I talked about that a little bit. Oh, and I did mushrooms. I did mushrooms about a week ago, but about a week ago. And yeah, I haven't smoked. The only thing that I smoked was um, at the baseball game. Somebody offered me some uh, some reefer. And then I got a haircut a couple. So like within the span of two weeks, I've probably only smoked twice. And that's like socially, you know. And then, yeah, a couple of days ago, what day was it? Wednesday, I got a haircut. And my barber was just like, you want to hit the bong? And I was like, fuck it. And I hit the bong. And then I hit the bong and I started feeling like paranoid. And I was just like, yeah, I got to go. So I hit the bong 30 seconds and we just... Had to go. My barber was high as shit. He was quiet as hell, I could tell. And I was all talkative like how I am now. And then I just hit the bong and I was like, I gotta go. I went home, just fucking took all my clothes off and fucking jacked off, bruh. And then I was listening to this podcast. I was listening to Theo Vaughn and, oh man, what's his name? He's a popular comedian. Mark, is it Mark Normad? Yeah. And they were talking about some interesting things. They were talking about weed fucking theo had indica and sativa mixed up that was funny and he was just talking about yeah it's it's easy for me to get a boner when i'm on the weed it's like dude when you smoke when you get high and if you're like with your girlfriend or something it's like it's like meeting her for the first time you know get all excited and that's how i feel i like super related to that dude weed's like viagra to me man um but, I mean, you, you, I think if you listen to the last in and out episode, my girl was saying that I'm horny as shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a horny individual. And so maybe I, the weed just really eccentrifies it. And um, what else was I going to say? Um, 
Um, um, um, um, um, something about the weed, something about the Jesus Christ. Am I getting Alzheimer's, dude? I had a dream the other night that my dad had Alzheimer's and I had to take care of him and it was really frustrating. Um, but luckily Alzheimer's doesn't really run in my family. And yeah, I think that my dad triggered that in me because he sent me a video on Facebook of like a dad of like this guy and his dad who has Alzheimer's and he was just like taking care of him. And I guess my dad was like, you're going to do that to me. Right. And I was like, mm, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit worries me. And then, you know, I think I was telling you guys plenty plenty of times i don't like stand-up because people just say the same shit over and over again but then it got me thinking man maybe it's good for you maybe it's good for your memory maybe you you're working out your brain muscles even if you say the same maricon joke every fucking every fucking day and uh yeah so that's kind of the cool thing about stand-up comedy you know it probably helps fight alzheimer's it helps it helps exercise your memory and I forgot the rest of that joke. So we're just going to move on. I have like two new jokes that I think that I've created this week that are bangers that are like, this is a hood clap. This is a certified mix. Real trap shit. This is a, this is a, man, What is, how does he say it? This is a certified hood classic. Yeah, one of those. Um... Within like two days, so I saw a tweet that said dermatologists recommend that you shower only uh, two to three times a week. And I was like, huh, dermatologist is a weird way to pronounce Indian. And people had a fucking field day with that to the point where I was like, huh, I think I'm just going to write that one in the notes. I might write that shit down right now. Well, not right now because I'm on the podcast. I'm doing something. Let's focus on the task at hand. And then the other joke, let me take a sip of this coffee. Just came up with it yesterday and people seem to like it. Haven't really had any negative reviews on it. Um it goes like I don't like how people in the military call deployment going on tour. Oh, I did three tours. Yeah, we just got done with our tour. It just you ever follow like a like an artist or a band or a comedian on Instagram or something and they post a picture up and it's just like, here are my dates for my tour. Like, see me if I'm going to be in your city. Like, imagine somebody in the military doing that, you know? Catch me in your country, dude. Fucking, we're bombing Libya. <laughs> they come back home from tour with their fucking wife that's cheating on them. How was the tour? Oh, I fucking bombed, man. So yeah, that's a new joke. That's a new joke. And uh I don't know, let's see. Let's look through the notes. I was going to talk about America's next top comedian. Let's do that. Let's let's do that. Let's get that out the way. I have the set list here. It's a uh, 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 comedians. 7 comedians including myself. They're all going to do about 10 minutes. Um which is, uh, so six of them doing 10 minutes. That's about an hour. And then we've got the headliner here. 
who's going to do 20 to 30 minutes depending on how much time gets stretched out. You know what I mean? And so um, let's go down the list. Let's see. Uh, let me tell you guys what's going on. Uh, opening up the show is this guy named Adam Strange. And Adam Strange hosts a show in, I hope I get this right. I think the city is San Mateo. I think that's the city. It's a unique show. I think it's called like 20 to win it or something like that. 20 minutes to win it. And I got invited to this show, actually. I got invited uh, to do this, but instead I chose to do the roast battle, which Big Al got the fucking footage for, and I still haven't gotten mine. So expect that coming soon. Um, And this guy, like this show, 20 minutes to win it. It's pretty cool. It's like the crowd is the judge. The crowd decides. And basically, um, if you get, if you're on stage for 20 minutes without the crowd, like booing you off or something or voting you off, if you're interesting for 20 minutes, you get a hundred dollars, I think. I think it's $100, or if you do 20 minutes, maybe you get $20, and then maybe you could do 100 minutes. No, I think it's 20 minutes. I think you get paid $100 if you do 20 minutes straight. And so, for me, realistically, I mean, we're going to do like 10 to 15, and then just fucking be like, well, <laughs> we're just free balling. And hopefully this crowd fucks with me. Hopefully this crowd's full of Raider fans or something. We could just talk Raider talk for for fucking 45 minutes. And so, yeah, he invited me to that. He said, I am welcome whenever. Um, So I want to do that because Poppy's got to fucking fix his check engine light. And, yeah, just to challenge myself to do 20 minutes, that's cool. And then I saw... There's some comedians that are booked on there. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I got him opening up the show. I am paying all these comedians, by the way. Monica is paying me to pay these comedians. So, well, this is how far we have gotten. This is ANTC number seven. And right after Adam opening up the show, we're going to go right into Shining. Shining Song. I think her last name's Song. I don't even know if that's her real name. And me and Shining have been going back and forth. She went to L.A. to do uh, Jayong Summers open mic. And um, she seems to be real, not clicky, but she's uh, she's hanging out with them Asians. You know, that's her tribe. She'd be doing comedy with the Asians. Um, I'm trying to dabble a little bit. I got booked for this show called Crazy Funny Asians in San Francisco next month. So I'm going to do that. With this fucking guy named Kang Chang, I think. And he's like, he's 40 years old, but he looks 15. It's insane. He's gotten like no lick of facial. He's baby soft skin, dude. I, I seen him in person once. I seen him in person once at Tommy T's at the open mic. He hit, he, he fucking, I'd say he killed it. I don't remember what he said, but I remember people were laughing and it wasn't awkward. He had good jokes and then he just got the fuck out of there. He just got up and dipped and so what was i gonna say shining yeah back to shine so yeah we've been going back and forth in the messages about jokes and stuff and yeah it's good to have her on my side it's good to be on her side she did a show at Cobb's comedy club that's a real comedy club a lot of people have been doing Cobb's. i want to do Cobb's. 
I just need to be good enough to get booked. I, you know what? Let's be confident. I think I am good enough to be booked. It's more of like I'm falling in line. If I just keep doing what I'm doing, even with the unless something drastic changes in the environment of the world, like another COVID or something, I give it hopefully another year. And I'll do a show at Cobb's. But I want a good show. You know, I don't want to just... If you saw my post at Tommy T's, I did a show at Tommy T's, but there's like 15 people there. Um, And I want to do a show that's full. I don't I don't care what club it is, really. But I guess it's just... What clubs? I've done Tommy T's. I've done the Alameda Comedy Club. I've done the Laughs Unlimited Comedy Club in Sacramento. Um, I haven't done any of the improvs. That seems competitive. The San Jose area seems very competitive. Even though I live pretty close to San Jose, um, there's a lot going down there, and I haven't really touched up on it. Um, But it seems to be the spot. Yeah, I haven't done the improvs. The improvs seem a little... I don't know. It seems like they book more like real comedians. No, no disrespect to Cobbs. I don't know. They do the roast battles at Cobb's. I wouldn't really want to do a roast battle. I would want to just do a set and get out of there. The roast battles are just... They're kind of hard to watch. They're very painful. Not even including just myself. It's just everything that goes on there. I support it. You know, it's comedy. It's freedom of speech. You could say whatever you want. But it's just... It's a different kind of raunchy, man. It's It's not for everybody. And you got to be good at it, too, you know? And I feel like me, I, I feel like I could just come off as rude rather than, like, rude and creative and funny. Um, so, yeah. What else? Okay, so Shining, she's going to do 10 minutes. She, uh, the, we were going back and forth about a joke. And it was a hard joke, but she just would, She was literally on it for, like, eight hours. She She's competitive, man. She did the Alameda comedy club and i don't even think she placed or anything and she was like really upset well i'm speaking for her but it seemed like she was upset about it and she was talking about like i gotta do better i gotta do better comedy subjective these people are fucking idiots but i gotta do better and comedy could be fucking frustrating because it's like sometimes the idiots are the judges you know you have to impress the idiots um and that's hard dude it's hard to please idiots you know what I mean by when I say idiots, people who just don't get shit. Like there's some, there's some jokes that I do that I feel like are like, they're good if you get it, you know? And I guess that's a challenge to make something that's uh palatable for fucking everybody. What up, Benny? You fucking tripping out? You're on the speed? Come here. Yes, buddy. Come here. Good morning. So no, she did this joke about like my experience in LA and people were saying, wow, you you you're, you actually listen and you're just not somebody who who wants something from somebody. And then like her response would be like, yeah, can I get my ticket validated or yeah, can I get a picture or don't forget to tag me, something like that. So it's like contradicting. And so I forgot I was chiming in, but then I was like, y- you know what, if I were you, I would just fucking drop it. But I didn't want to be discouraging. You know what I mean? Um, she called me a jungle Asian too. So I'm a good sport about that. And I'll just kind of chime in every time she says something. I'll be like, yeah, well, not for jungle Asians like me. 
Anyways, after uh, Shining, what is she's Chinese? Yeah, after Shining, we got another we got another Asian up on the bat. It's a uh, it's a jungle Asian. He's Filipino. It's Mr. Wally Hippolito, and he's been on the show twice. Not the podcast. Well, yes, the podcast because I uploaded these episodes. But America's Next Top Comedian. He's been on it twice. Um. And this is why I have leeway, because I feel like that guy's going to run the light. He's going to do 15 minutes. And Wally, if you're listening to this, it's all right. Just make sure you're doing a good job. I don't want it. Whatever. He knows what he's doing, I hope. And then after Wally, we got a personal favorite of mine from the world-famous San Leandro, Luis Perez. Luis Perez has done the show three times, I think. And he's good, man. He's good. At least for me, like I just I fuck with the style. I told him one day I want him to headline. I told him that earlier this week at the good time. I told him I believe in him, you know, and he was just like, oh, man, I can't do it. I was like, what's the longest you've done? He's like 20 minutes, but, you know, so I want Luis's sticker and his fucking mic died. He doesn't have a uh, not like microphone died, but his open mic, his show died in San Leandro. And that's unfortunate. Because he's a funny guy. He did his fucking best. I don't know if he did his fucking best, actually. But, hey, you know, it's good to just have something that's going on. And, uh, yeah, I was a part of the uh, people to fucking to kill the show. I, I, I killed the show. Literally, I was on his very last showcase. I got paid for this, dude. I got paid for it. And so... And I got a free bag of chips. So um, it's an honor to be one of the final nails in the coffin. of. Um, people called it the Tipsy Lounge. And then they got renamed to Dan Murray's. And um, yeah, it was a good place. I wish I was there more to experience it. And um some lady headlined it. I'm not I'm not going to say her name because I don't remember her name, but some lady headlined it. She had like a lisp or something and she was kind of she's kind of like upset. I don't know. She seemed upset with us because us as as the comedians because we were so like whatever about it. And when she got up, she was like See you guys, this is how you headline a show. She was just like yelling and really making the woo the crowd. And I was like, it was not everybody needs to fucking be on Adderall, dude. And um no disrespect. That's just my counter to what you were saying to me. Well, maybe you weren't even specifically talking to me. Whatever. After Luis, we've got a uh, Jacob Parnell. Jacob Parnell, good comedian. Good guy good guy and it's an honor to have him on the show he headlined um i think he headlined the third antc something like that so he's familiar with the venue he's cool i i appreciate his jokes um and he's in the scene man if you know jacob parnell you know jacob parnell man he gets booked he does his fucking thing and then up next is uh uh lordes and anyon and I've seen her around. I haven't really met her like in person, uh, but I've seen I've seen her at her show. I've seen her at the one of the Brentwood shows, and yeah, she sent me a clip, and I was like, yeah, 
you know, the thing about America is it's diverse, right? And so I wanted to have a diverse group of people. You know, we got a white guy, two Mexicans, a, another Mexican, and then two Asians, one Chinese and one jungle Asian. And then we got me, an Asian with an American fucking accent. And then we got this Mexican lady. Luis is Mexican, but he's like Mexican-American. You know, he doesn't sound Mexican. I'm talking about Luis. What if, what if Luis isn't even Mexican? He's like, I'm actually Portuguese. Whatever. Same thing. Where is Nicaragua in Mexico? You know? Um, and then headlining. Almost forgot the most important thing. The people that make America. We got a black guy. We got a black guy headlining it. Avery Harmon. Avery Harmon was also at the... Uh, at the uh, comedy competition in Alameda. And uh, like I said, Shining in place. Well, this guy was a finalist. He was a finalist. Maybe one day we'll get the fucking winner of the Alameda competition, the fucking headline. But no, this guy, um, he's got to be legit. He sent me a clip. I liked it. He had one specific bit that I was like, wow, that's funny. You're in. And he seems respectable too he's doing shows with other people and shit like that so yeah he's got the headlining spot he'll do 20 to 30 minutes and yeah that's the fucking show man tune in i'm probably not gonna put it up on the podcast actually we're probably just gonna have this showing because it's how it works people don't want their material up on the internet dude i was doing some research on william montgomery i was trying to look for william montgomery on youtube and he has nothing. He has no sets. He's got like a couple, but like most of those sets are like really old from like nine years ago. And then there's some that are like, I don't know. It's weird. Like you think he just kind of does all of his fucking minutes from Kill Tony. Like the only thing that you could find from William Montgomery are his, his Kill Tony minutes and compilations and stuff. But you never see like William when he's opening for Joe Rogan or something. Hans Kim, you find some stuff. You'll find, like, opening for Joe Rogan, you know, and things like that. And so it kind of got it kind of got me thinking, like, do I do I stop recording? Do I or do I stop posting my sets? But I think it's a new age, man. As I said, like, I'm trying to, like, change my shit or the world. I don't fucking know. I, I, I kind of want to just vlog and be honest and make my shit an open forum but uh i don't know i'm only like a year and some change in so it's i mean i could i could go ghost right now and just strictly do stand-up and that's it but yeah it's a different thing it's a different thing um but anyways yeah that's the show for next month and what else? What else? Let's let's drink some more coffee. I feel like I'm kind of coming down here. Mm. It's kind of muggy where I live, man. I see trees and shit. It's windy, but I know it's hot as fucking shit out there. And um, I don't know if there's like fires or something. And uh, what was I doing before I came out here? <laughs> came out here. I'm at my house. Before I got on this podcast, I fucking, uh, I took out the trash. The trash smells like shit. I'm getting a little hungry. I'm fasting. I haven't, I haven't eaten yet. Um, I forgot to be honest with myself. I'm getting a little soft. 
getting a little softer. Haven't been like I um probably weigh like 135 right now. And that's like normal for me and all I could think is like dude, there's people that are like shorter than me that fight in the UFC that like completely drain themselves to get to the weight that I'm at right now, you know? All body types are different. I guess like there's some people that probably cut weight and they don't even they look kind of soft. They don't even look as muscular as me, but they've got great jujitsu or whatever. I don't know. But like me, I just I just want to look good. You know, I want I want a tight body, I want a tight body. I want a tight body, but I still want to be flex. I want that explosive flexibility. I can't fucking, you know, lift my leg up and hold it there over my head like a fucking dancer, but I could I could kick high, you know. My my foot'll get up there for a split second cuz that's all it needs to fucking smack a motherfucker in the jaw. Um and I've always wanted to do the splits. Should probably Look, dude, I'm on the fucking I'm on a microphone right now. We're not on this condenser mic. We could try to do the splits right now. And let's see. Oh, I've been getting calluses on my fucking feet, um, like underneath the pinky toe. I've never had anything like this before. Dude, my feet are, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that hurts. Oh, let's hold it for like a couple seconds. Let's switch hands on the mic. All right. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. Hold on. If you were to see me right now, you'd be like, that's pathetic. I could go lower than that. I don't know, man. Oh, man, I feel so fucking tight. <sighs> I want a tight body, but it's not fucking, you know. I want the flex. Benny, I'm stretching. I'm telling people I want a tight body. What? What is it? Come here. Come here. Come on. Baddy. Come here. I'm going to stop yelling at you on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I had a dream my fucking cat bit the shit out of me. Like, he he bit my arm and latched onto my arm. And he was, like, hanging. You know, like, I lifted my arm and my cat was hanging on me with his claws. And he was biting me. And, and I had guests over. And I just started swinging my arm. Dude, I started slamming my cat up against the wall and the floor to finally get him to let go. And all I could think is, like, oh, man, I wonder if the people think that you know i beat the shit out of my cat but like i had to tell i don't even remember who the guests were but i was like you see that you saw that though right he latched on to me i had to i had to i had to defend myself i had to get him off me oh producer producer ladies awake i was just grabbing up on her earlier i was like yeah look at this tight body tight i want a tight body i was just telling the podcast how i want a tight body like you but um I just tried to do the splits, and I'm tight when it comes to flexibility. I'm tight in the wrong ways. Yeah, you're tight in that tight little asshole. They probably didn't hear that. This is one of those mics where you gotta grab it. Maybe they heard it. I don't fucking know. You think I have a? You think I have a tight asshole? Oh yeah, virgin asshole. Virgin asshole. <laughs> um. Um. 
you know what my fucking unconfident friend Omar told me the other day? He was like, you ever get your ass licked? And I was like, <laughs> I, I had to think about it. And he was all like, why you got to think about it, bro? It's a yes or no question. I was like, I don't know, man. Things happen. I've gotten drunk and things happen before, you know? And um, I thought about it. I was like, maybe. But then he asked me if I ever got a finger in my ass. And I was like, like, you know, not like vigorous, like fingered in my ass, you know, but it's, you know, fingers kind of like touched upon the surface. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I guess it's like an inside joke or something with people who are in the Marines that they like to shove crayons up their ass. Have you heard about this? No. Ster- Ask your brother. Um, I guess Marines do that, and Peter talks about it, and it's, like, all over the internet about, like, Marines try to shove as many crayons in their ass as they can. I don't know if it's a challenge. It's just, like, when you're a Marine, you're just, it's like going to prison, you know? You're around so much men, you just kind of get a little gay out of nowhere. And so, one time, when I, like, first turned 18, I went to a club. I went to a club in san francisco and hit me up if you've heard of this club i don't know if it's still open or not this club was called the mist the mist was the name of this club but people nicknamed it the must (laughs) the must kind of like how there's i don't even know if this club's even a thing anymore but there was this club in san francisco called city nights and the, the nickname that that club got was shitty nights and um these clubs suck because they're 18 and up. So, like, I mean, I guess there's alcohol, but you have to, you know, if you're 18, you got to illegally get it or whatever. And, um, yeah, I went to The Must. Well, the Mist, I'm sorry. And I remember people were offering me drinks, but I didn't drink. I didn't drink. I didn't drink, and I was, I was just like, nah. But it was my opportunity. And people were around me. They were drunk, man. And uh, shitty nights. Yeah, I went to shitty nights as well. I remember going to shitty nights, city nights, let's be respectable, and lying to my parents. I went with my two friends, Kamal and Ernest. And we were we nicknamed our group. But when the three of us united, we called it PBC for Pretty Boy Click. And... I remember, you know, we, di- we didn't want my parents worrying. All- we all didn't want our parents worrying about going to shitty nights. <clears throat> so we lied. We said that, yeah, we're having a, we're having a, a Batman watch party. We're going to watch all three Batman movies. So we felt like all three Batman movies was enough to keep us busy to uh, go to shitty nights and not have anybody wonder. And I remember Kamal drove, I think he drove a red Beamer at the time. And I remember he ran a red light. He ran a red light in San Francisco. And I was like, dude, we're already not like supposed to, we got it. It was fun. I'm not complaining. I won't won't take a thing back. Because, spoiler alert, it was a shitty night. But you know what else was a shitty night? Prom, high school prom. But it was, it's one of those things like I would have had rather have done it and know that it was shitty than not do it and just kind of be like, oh, oh, I missed out. I'd rather have done it and be like, I didn't miss out. 
on random like toilets, like public toilets. And some of those times I wouldn't pee in the toilet. You get pissed off and you just ruin other people's days. And so, yeah, I remember just making this vine called Shitty Nuts. I think we all brought dress shirts, dress shirts, but we hid them. So our parents didn't like, why are you dressed up to watch Batman? You know, so we wore like regular clothes, but then we brought the dress shirts in the car. So embarrassing. Or just like, yeah, I would totally do it different if I was 18. Like if I had an 18 year old brother, I would, I don't know. The world's different. The world is different. Anyways, um, hold on. What's going on here? I hope the quality of this uh, thing, my computer seems like it's working hard. But hopefully it's all good. Let's close something. Let's close the emails. Fucking shit. Let's close the emails. Let's close the notes. And let's close the internet. Hopefully the hopefully this is all picking up a little bit better. So went to shitty nights. Um it was a lot of older fucking people there for a club that's 18 and up. And no girls wanted to dance. I remember that. And it was just it was lame. I don't know how else to put it. It was lame. And I just remember at one point, I think it was, I think it was Ernest and I probably joined in on him too. Let's not single him out. But I think there was at one point we just got frustrated. We we're just yelling. Why the fuck you come out here then if you ain't going to dance? Just so wrong. Just so wrong because girls can have that. We're not here for you. We're here to have a good time. I was like, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude fucking i don't get it a little bit you know like if anybody boys girls gotta have that argument of i'm i'm getting all dressed up and we're we're gonna get drunk and dance and all this stuff and they go they go to the club and they they are like we're not doing we're doing it for us then why are you then why'd you why couldn't you just do this in your closet you know why couldn't you just you know do have a private party at a girl why are you going out in public then if it's you know there's a little bit of a hypocrisy I think, because deep down, there's a little bit of like, oh, we're we're here to socialize, okay? There's like a group of fucking four or five people that just kind of stay to themselves, and then they let the fucking awkwardness get over. And it's like, no, you didn't, dude. You spent three hours probably getting ready and pregame. You know, this is a big deal. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. Um, there was a man back then too. See, those were clubs. And those are bad experiences. But you know what were good experiences? We would do these things. Uh, if you're from the Bay Area, they were called functions. <laughs> yes, functions. And like, there's a, there's a, di- there's a big yeah. Shout out E40. There's a big difference between a function and a house party or and a kickback. You know when people when you get invited to something you you have to be very specific like i'm having a kickback and when you say kickback it's it's chill you know there's nothing there's no rowdiness going on sometimes a kickback could turn into a function <laughs> but if you're saying i'm throwing a function then the bar has been raised expectations are to be meted 
because oh i heard so and so's throwing a function when you hear the word function your fucking neanderthal brain goes oh we're fucking you know we're getting rowdy and then a house party is like the kind of in between it's like think of it this way kickback is like think of like a bonfire and everyone's just sitting down and then a house party is there's music and everyone's just they're not sitting down they're standing up but they're not really dancing and then a function is people are dancing oh thank you very much i just got a fucking croissant a croissant with some butter and honey local honey to keep me away from the gays um am i making sense with what i'm saying with this function kickback house party shit yeah see i got confirmation i'm not losing it and we would dude we would find functions on facebook well not really me but kamal would i don't know how i don't know exact kind of like how i find these fucking shows and open mics on facebook there there was like a group and it was crazy man we went on a tear dude 18 i think even 17 at some point it was like in hindsight when i look back it was kind of weird. One of the best functions I ever went to was like somebody's 15, 16-year-old party. I didn't even know the kid. But like it was like $5 to get in. They had security and there was hella heads. It was hella people. And then people like they I was like 18 dancing on grown ass women. Like some of these women looked fucking 25, 30. And um yeah. And um what was it called? There was um Man, one time I went to a, like, the thing, it was never successful when somebody tried to throw a function at a house. Like, man, I was fiending for them functions. I remember. I was fiending. I remember going to a, to a alleged function, and this is when I was deep into the function uh, career, you know, and I pulled up with no underwear. I was just wearing jeans with no underwear because I was ready to just fucking get that fucking close to fucking, you know ass on my dick and i remember just showing up and it was just like a bunch of intimidating looking mexican guys just standing around no no chicks and uh, i was like man i'm over here with fucking no underwear man i'm ready to go and um so yeah that's a vague memory and then yeah yeah there's that was back when I when I knew the lyrics to every song that was on the radio. I remember. Let me take a bite out of this croissant. And then maybe I'll just say a couple things and then we'll get out of here because we're about 42 minutes in and uh yeah, I don't know. We out here trying to function. Yeah, man, I remember watching like function twerk videos on fucking uh on fucking YouTube, dude. There's this guy who I went to high school with. He threw like a house party or something and they recorded it. That shit got like a million views. It was insane. Mmm. Mmm. Oui, oui. Merci, Marco. Omelette du fromage. My cat j- just gets so anxious when I'm talking. What's up? Come here. You bored? He's not he's not like this when I turn when I turn the mic off. When I'm quiet. I don't know what it is. 
I just got a text message. So let's see. Threw it on the ground. Is this Smosh? Oh, the Lonely Island. My sister gave me her newborn baby, and I'm like, man, do I look at like a babysitter? So I threw it on the ground. <laughs> I remember this fucking throwback. I was walking through the city streets, and a man walks up to me and hands me the latest energy drink. Run faster, jump higher. Man, I'm not gonna let you poison me. I threw it on the ground. You must think I'm a joke. <laughs> Oh, simpler times, dude. When did this come out? 11 years ago? Yeah, this was 123 million views, dude. This is around the time we were hitting functions, baby. Oh, let's go through the DMs, bro. We got some DMs. So, I, uh, I've been doing myself a disservice. I've been looking at my phone way too much, and I've been trying not to. I watched a movie yesterday without looking at my phone, so that's an accomplishment. I was happy about that. It was, what was the, I think the movie was called Come Play. On Amazon Prime, pretty good movie. Got a little predictable and like not scary towards the end, but it was a good concept. I give it a, I give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten because there was not really a twist. It was very straightforward. You need a twist. You need something that makes me go like, "What the fuck?" I was not expecting that, and it has to be a good twist. To be a 10 out of 10. Um, oh, yeah. Looking at the DMs here. They go down. In the, but, uh, yeah. I've been doing myself a disservice because I, like, only want to look at my phone when I'm on the podcast. Like, I mean, of course, I got to, like, look at certain things. But, like, DMs and stuff like that. People who are reaching out. I only want to look at it on the podcast. Because I feel like that would entice me more to get on the podcast to look at my DMs. But we got some DMs right here on both of my accounts. So before the bitches account is um, if it's a life or death situation. So we're going to do the for the bitches first. And of course, it's just a buddy of mine sending me a fucking reel of a gun. That's a nice gun, though. Your Chicago, not your Chicago standard. What kind of gun is it? Is this the Viper, the Pit Viper? There's a gun called the Pit Viper. Let's hear him shoot it. That's that, that's that gun ASMR, yo. Wow. Powerful, baby. That's 4th of July. Okay, this is me. This is me. Um. Okay, so Peter sent me a meme. It's um, it's this guy talking to like a big crowd of people, and he's saying, "Who wants to cream pie?" And everybody's raising their hand, and then he's like, "Who wants a baby?" And nobody's raising their hand. So that's a good one. That's a good one. That's and that's it for the DMs. That's it for the DMs. <laughs> so if you want to send me a message, uh, 
You can email me at suicidelogs at gmail.com. But it, unless your name's fucking Sonia, dude, whoever the fuck Sonia is who keeps signing up for bullshit ass things on my email, go fuck yourself. Go fucking die, dude. Go, go fucking enlist. Go on tour and fucking die. So you could send a email through there, a real email, or you can um, message me on Instagram at Suicide Logs, or you could do um, the YouTube's. I got YouTube's. I'm blowing up on YouTube, guys. We've got we've got 331 subscribers. Just posted a real. It got a. It, my most popular recent reel has 1,200 views. So that we're we're going big. We're going Hollywood. Um, the last podcast. These podcasts are going up on YouTube now. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, last podcast. We're doing numbers, man. These podcasts are helping out the podcast grow on YouTube. 15 views on the In and Out. Six views on Slightly Manic. Eight views on plogging. 45 views on the world is imploding. So that's a good one. Hello YouTube. 25 views. The drive to Tommy T's. 15 views. Um, Let's see this Chick-fil-A review. Chick-fil-A review got 35 views. So we're... Man, we're really reeling it in here, man. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a fucking plaque or something in the mail. uh, Not too long. Flat trigger. Anyways, um, yeah, it's close this phone. See, I'm getting fucking reeled in here with the reels. Maybe that's why they call it a reel because they reel you in. Ah, ah, just like how they call it TikTok because you're just fucking TikToking your life away. The time is just ticking by. What the fuck? is going on um put this away let's see what the screen time was on the fucking let's see oh it was down oh this is the other phone says 11 minutes a day on this phone this is me this is real this is what i was supposed to be hmm Mm. Probably got to go to the store. Thinking about hitting a Winko up. Winko's a little farther, but I got some good quality shits there. So, mm, this croissant is fucking good. I don't know what else was what else is there to talk about. Let's see um if I got something in the handy dandy notebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing really. Just a couple of, just a couple of dumb shits. Just a couple of dumb shit, dumb shits. They had the UFC on yesterday, but they were playing it in like the morning afternoon. I couldn't watch it because I was working, but I was able to catch one fight. I was able to catch Paul Craig. Uh, Paul Craig got a TKO finish, I believe. Molly McCain got caught in an armbar in less than two minutes. 
Everybody's trashing her. Why do people not like her? Has she, is she just arrogant? I haven't really looked into Molly McCain. I kind of get why people don't like Patty, but Patty's good. He's winning, you know? Um, I've seen a video of Darren Till just doing dumbbell curls and push-ups, talking about, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm ready to do a fight every two months. So... We'll see. We'll see. Oh, we got um, we got Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz in I think less than two weeks or two weeks, something like that. Is it on a? Let me let's Google that. Is it on a Saturday or a Sunday? Let's Google that. Jake, fucking Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. What day is it? Saturday, August fifth. So what what is that? Two weeks from now? Yeah, it's two weeks from now. And uh I uh Mr. Patrick Ely, he's a comedian. He works out with um he does cardio kickboxing with the Diaz brothers and Jake Shields and all them Cal them NorCal people. And he was like promoting it or he just put it on his story and I was like, Who you got? And he said Diaz and I said I got Jake Paul winning by uh, Dr. Stoppage because Nate Diaz is going to get cut from an accidental headbutt and in the fourth round, and he just left me on red. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm sticking with that. I hope something dumb happens. I hope Jake Paul cuts Nate Diaz and it ends the fight, and everybody's going to be pissed, and then that'll that'll probably proceed to it being an MMA fight. And... Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I I mean, I don't... Everybody was like, fuck this Jake Paul guy at first. This was like two years ago, but you can't deny it, dude. He's knocked out too many fucking people. Yeah, he lost to Tommy Fury, a real boxer. The first time he loses was to a real boxer. He fucking knocked down Anderson Silva, man. Like, Anderson Silva was the only hope. Like, I'm not banking on Nate Diaz, dude. No offense. No offense, but if anybody's going to do it, it can't be Nate Diaz. It just can't be. How are you going to knock out Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren? You think Nate Diaz is going to, you know? And even when Nate Diaz shocked the world and fucking beat Conor McGregor, everybody was all like, I fucking knew it, dude. Stockton, motherfucker, 209. I'm not surprised, motherfucker. I wasn't. I was like, this bitch got lucky. He caught McGregor. McGregor just took him too lightly the first fight. And then I remember when the second fight happened, I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings and I was like yelling. I was like the only one who was rooting for McGregor. And I was a wild fucker back then. And I was just like everybody was getting mad, but I didn't care because I knew I knew what was right. And it was a bullshit decision too. I don't know, man. I just. What's so funny? It was. It was a split decision. Conor McGregor knocked him down like four fucking times. Yeah, he got tired, but he still played it right. He played it smart. And I just... Uh, I don't know, dude. I never believe in Nate Diaz. Even when, he, even when he fought Tony Ferguson, I was surprised he beat Tony Ferguson. Um... Like, who's he going to beat, man? Or who's Jake Paul going to get? 
Maybe in an MMA fight, yeah, he'll sub him, sure. Because that's what's going on. And then they got Francis Ngannou fucking boxing Tyson Fury. That is, that's a good one. That's a good one. People are kind of like upset about that. That's a good one. It's a good time to be a fucking combat sports fan, man. You get everything you want. We're spoiled as fuck. You guys see that influencer that fucking flashed her fake titties after winning the fight? I think I talked about that last week. She's banned from boxing now because of that. And it's like, she's banned from boxing. And it's kind of like, guys could fucking show their titties, you know? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, if a guy flashed his fucking hard dick after winning a fight, that probably would ban him from boxing. I don't know. There's a lot of influencers fighting each other, man. That's, um... It's kind of the new thing. You don't really have to be a real fighter. You could just be popular on the internet and you got beef with another popular person on the internet and you fucking, you settle it. And I'm not against it. Gloves up, guns down, baby. Glove up or shut up, baby. Let's go. And so... Um, let's drink some more coffee. Street beefs. I got Corey Walsh, uh, who follows me on Instagram. He's the referee for the street beef stuff. And sometimes I kind of have fantasies in my head. Like, I want to do street beefs. I want to fight on street beefs. I want to fight another bird-chested motherfucker. Um... But I would want, if I were to do, I probably want to do MMA because I just, I got a kick, man. I got a kick. I got to put somebody in a guillotine because, and boxing seems fun, but I don't think I'd actually like take it serious and, and like take an actual boxing fight. I'm down to spar boxing, but if I were to take like an actual fight in boxing and lose, it would just feel, it would just feel like, fuck man, like. It's not me, you know, I couldn't kick, I couldn't do anything, it's just boxing, and I don't even think boxing's my strongest suit, so, yeah, I don't know, but it would be cool to fucking just, you know, obviously win a boxing fight and be like, yeah, fucking, hands only, I got hands, I got hands, (laughs) but no, I would want to do MMA, if anybody's interested in fighting on street beefs with me, hit me up, Um, I saw this thing, on a at a gas station, somebody put it on one of the pumps. It was like a boxing tournament. Win a was it win a hundred or win a thousand dollars? And it was like tap in with all these Instagrams. And I I didn't tap in, but I looked up their Instagrams, and they all just seemed kind of shysty. So I I just left it alone. It's like you kids have fun. You kids have fun. Um. And I guess that's it. We're we're at about an hour. We did we did a little bit of everything. We talked a little comedy. We talked a little uh, clubbing. We talked a little. We talked a little movies. What a dystopian world we live in, where grown ass men are fucking going to the movie theaters to watch the Barbie movie. That's literally doesn't get any gayer than that. Um, so I'm not watching that shit. Um, and then they got that Oppenheimer. You know what the Oppenheimer movie is? 
See, that's what that's what the I was talking about this with my buddies yesterday. That's what the world, that's what the country wants from us. They want us to get distracted with this fucking Barbie movie. And they don't want us to watch the real shit, which Oppenheimer, it's about a and and, and and I'm not trying to sound like a fucking brainiac because just yesterday I was like, is it is it Oppenheimer? It's Oppenheimer. I'm like Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's Oppenheimer. It's the guy who invented the fucking um the nuclear bomb or some shit and how they how they used it on like Hiroshima. I, I'm totally butchering it, but it's about nuclear weapons and yeah, and the movie's about like yeah, only God should have this power, and um, you know, I guess it's the statistics are in. People would rather watch fucking Barbie, and then like people are watching it and they're saying it was too boring. Well, it's not gonna be boring when your fucking face melts off when we go to nuclear war with fucking China and Russia. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the Marines are already putting crayons in their ass, so it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm just armchair quarterbacking it. I'm sitting in a comfortable air-conditioned room with my shirt off, just talking about, we gotta fix things, but I ain't doing, I'm just making a podcast, so. I ain't never gonna stop making podcasts, and... What episode is this? Like 263 or something like that? And I know I ain't never shoving crayons up my ass. I guess that's where I was going with. I uh I'd have to, you know, I'd have to be really under the influence to put a crayon up my ass. And even then like under the influence to the point where I'm not there, you know? Uh, so with that, have a great rest of your day. I don't think, I think you've already had enough. There's only 24 hours in the day. And if you've made it this far, I've literally taken a, I've taken one hour away from you. And I don't think that's healthy. I think you need to go focus on yourself. Don't go to church. Um, because that's an hour of bullshit. This is church right here. This is better. And so... I don't know. Come up with an idea. Come up with something unique that nobody has done today. Don't uh, don't shove crayons up your ass. You definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, use a cucumber. It's well, crayons are non-toxic, aren't they? That's funny. That fucking Jacob Parnell guy kind of has a joke about putting stuff up your ass. So, uh, come through Monica's River View. Hey, that that rhymes. Come through to Monica's Riverview for America's Next Top Comedian with uh, Adam Strange, Shining, Wally Hippolito, Luis Perez, Jacob Parnell, and uh, Lourdes Anion, and Avery Harmon. Can I tell you what... Nah, I don't want to out my girl like that too much. Um... I just remember when I picked Avery to be the headlining, she was just like, who the fuck is this guy? You just put some random black guy as a headliner? And then I just realized uh, a couple, like last week, he was one of the finalists at the Alameda Comedy Club. So, you know, he's a he's a real comedian. He was a finalist. People, that cra- unless he brought all his friends and family and they all just fucking voted for him. But that I don't like that whole comedy competition 
uh, outline to begin with because it just it's a popularity contest comedy subjective i don't think it should be put in a competition format a lot of comedians are already fucking insecure and self-conscious as it is so to just kind of like put them up there you know it's 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 different it's different and so yeah i mean i guess you can say the same thing about america's best dance crew like for me i don't give a fuck how in sync you guys are and how much you guys are coordinated as long as you can do a running backflip you have my vote like if i saw somebody like they didn't have any basics of the one two step or rhythm or anything and they just did a backflip i'd be like oh that motherfucker can dance he could flip around so but the jabberwockies they had everything they didn't have as many flips they weren't as acrobatic but they you know they had a gimmick they had the mask they had great sleek moves they were asian um they did a couple of flips every now and then so yeah Okay, I got to get out of here. You guys have a good day. Take it easy. Keep it drama free. See y'all later.
Yeah.